It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening. If you seem to sense an aura of cool dampness that permeates this room, attribute it not to either defective air conditioning or inclement indoor weather. It's simply because this is rather a special place with a special statuary and special paintings. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show Toys, movies, comics, and so much more The Riley and Kimmy Show And the more that you listen, the more that you know The Riley and Kimmy Show Big thank you to Katie Robertson, Outdated Slang, for singing the Riley and Kimmy Show jingle. Right next to me, singing in the studio is... Jenny! I got one name! Jenny! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! Hi! Hi, I am your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. And the hero of this story and every single one before this one is Kimmy. She's all energized, ready to go. I know she is. She had a big dog nap before sitting down for this episode. How are things going? Great. <laughs> That's good. Are you, are you practicing uh, or warming up your uh, your singing voice? Uh, For what? Well, because oh, quite a few times just around the corner, we're going to have the opportunity to sing a cover version of the Riley and Kimmy show jingle. You know, that was the jingle originally provided by Katie Roberts and Terry Moore of Outdated Slang. But we're giving everyone an opportunity to sing their version of the Riley and Kimmy show jingle. And, you know, Kimmy, you could sing yours, too. We'll see. I don't like that. We'll see. That means no. Well, that does. I, I really think you should be on the spot for that one. I think you should be doing that. And by the way, coming up in the very near future, we'll be revealing something for Batman Day. That's right. On a previous episode, 976, we talk about Batman Day. Wait a minute. Was it 976? Hold on. What number was it? I'm losing track. We're getting close to 1,000. Do you realize that? Mm. What, what number was it? Do you know? Hmm. Do you, no. remember, do you remember what? Should we, let me let me look here because I I'm being quite honest here. I don't remember what uh, what the number was. Do you? No. They, they're going up there. They're getting closer to a thousand. I know. Yeah. Let's let's see what the last number was and what this number is because I, I you know it's a big blur here. They're getting closer to a thousand. So let's just see. Oh, nine seventy six. I was right. All right. Okay, this is 977. So in 976, we talked to a certain comic book shop about a certain thing called Batman Day. And it's been revealed that two artists will be there. And I can say this one. One is a very big name, right, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. One is a very big name. And ways you can find out who that will be at Batman Day is by listening to episode 976 for some details about it. The... The revealing of who those two special artists, who they who they who they are, who, who who's going to be at the 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 special comic book location we're at, will be coming up on our Facebook page, and you can find a link to that on our website at rileyandkimmy.com.
Suspense. And Kimmy, I guarantee by the end of this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, we'll have some more suspense. Really? That's right. <laughs> more suspense on the way coming up by the end of this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Because, you know, we're going to be out and about. We're going to be taking it to the streets. That's right. We're going to be taking it to the streets, especially in the month of September. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And going into October and, and through the rest of the year. And the ways to find out uh, where we're taking it to the streets is going to our website, to our event page at RileyandKimmy.com. One of the things we're going to be doing this coming Saturday, we're going to be taking it to the streets. We're going to be out and about at the Artagon Marketplace, and we're asking you to come out. Come out. Come out. Wherever you are. That's right. If you're in the greater Orlando area, Central Florida, come out to Artagon Marketplace. That is this Saturday for a big event, the grand opening, the grand reopening, the grand reopening of Big J's Toys. It's a re-grand opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starting at 11 o'clock until 7, all kinds of deals can be found. All, I mean, there's a lot of collectibles in Big J's. Art, too, because it expanded into the world of art. Tons of stuff, right, Kimmy? Yeah, tons of stuff. And and by the way, we have, we have a, a video uh, of... Talking to Jay, Jonathan, the owner of Big J's, and also Graven Ravenwolf of the Art of Ravenwolf. They've all partnered up together. Mm-hmm. They're together also with Sticker Dork and, and tons of other fun things going on. All these people together for this big, fabulous event happening. And by the way, it's going to be beyond the, the event, too. All of them are going to be together. Yeah. And more details will be happening this Saturday. You can find out more about this. I mean, it, it's really cool. Big J's teaming up with Sticker Dork and the Art of Ravenwolf. You'll find collectibles there, also handmade crafts, fan art, clothing, you heard right, clothing, and so much more. If you like pop vinyls, this might be the place to head out to this Saturday because Big J has his selection of pop vinyls and some pop vinyl dealers will be there. Mm -hmm. One of them is extremely big. Well, I'm not saying he personally is big. I mean his pop vinyl collection that he brings is big mm-hmm. so if you love pop vinyls be plenty of opportunity to pick up those and other collectibles too you don't want to be left out beautiful art will be available i i'm just going to name one of the artists we're going to focus on right now the biggest batman fan i know on planet earth will be there and that is humphrey ching mm-hmm. and if you like batman you'll want to check out the prints that humphrey will be bringing you want to check out the beautiful art that the art of ravenwolf has and so many of the other artists who will be there it's so be an opportunity to add art to your world. And if you are a costumer, a cosplayer, or just want a, an excuse to dress up and have fun, show up in your whatever. As yeah. long as you can walk out in public in it, it is welcome. Yes. That, Come on out. That's the only restriction. If you can walk out in public and it's okay, it's okay there. Uh-huh. So, you know, your imagination is your only limitation. Yeah. So, and you can bring your dog along. That's true. Uh, little fur kids are welcome. Yes. Even big fur kids. Mm-hmm. I've seen some kind of bigger fur kids. Uh-huh. So if you have a fur kid, bring your fur kid. It is a pet-friendly mall. It sure is. And and they even have things you can ride around that are kind of animal-oriented, look like animals, too. Yeah. <laughs> or should I say mall? Marketplace. It is a marketplace, Kimmy. It's an anti-mall. It's an anti-mall. It's the marketplace. That is where we will be this Saturday. We look forward to seeing you. We have links to Big J's right on our Facebook page, also on our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. 
So please follow, like, and, and share with your friends this big event. Mm -hmm. Tell them about it, right, Kimmy? Yes, it'll be fun. Yes, it will be. Now, speaking of fun, there's some more fun just around the corner the following week. We'll be over in the Space Coast for a very big event. It's the Space Coast Comic Con. Three days of fun. It all starts on Friday. Can you believe it, Kimmy? Just about uh, just about here. I know. Yes, three days. It's going to be a great time. Oh, it sure is. Now, Friday... The vendor room where you can find all the collectibles and art and things like that will be opening up at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon. So, you know what? Cut out of work a little bit early. This gives you a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe, hey, skip lunch and leave work early. Yeah. That's what. I, that's, yeah. that's a good plan, don't you think? Yeah. That's, or if you're getting out of class, head to Space Coast Comic Con uh -huh. where cosplay is welcome. Stop on by. Have fun there. Vendor room opens at 3. Goes until 7 o'clock. Chance to find all kinds of collectibles. They ha they even have panels starting on Friday. And by the way, at 8 o'clock, it is the Spacey Awards. Mm -hmm. It's going to be happening. The Space Spacey Awards running from 8 until uh, 9.30 at least. And then at 10 o'clock on Friday night, just to give you an idea, until 11 o'clock, it's Ruby Rapture Burlesque presenting Dancing After Dark. Oh. Ooh, yeah. All kinds of fun activities. Going on every single day. Wow. That's at Space Coast Comic Con. Big thank you going out to David Grace, the show promoter. Jake Estrada. Also Terrence Baker for inviting the Riley and Kimmy show. We love the last one. We can't wait till this one. Also a big uh, thank you to others that are involved for, you know, having us there. We look forward to seeing so many of our friends. And one we didn't get a, real, a long opportunity to talk to that much uh, last year time we've we've befriended quite well over uh the world of social media and that is tug the bull terrier mm. tug the superhero dog will be there and can you tell us just a little bit about tug kimmy well tug was rescued um his his mom found him unfortunately uh wrapped in a blanket and staked um on the side of the road and it said dog i think there was a sign that said dog on it and um she stopped and found him and he was in pretty poor shape and um she and tug's dad uh blake re you know recuperated him and and um now he's now he's a superhero and he fights he fights uh bullying and alzheimer's and all kinds of good causes and he and his dad and mom are a couple of superheroes too. That's right. So. Yeah, Blake Ovard and Kim Ovard, uh, both are superheroes, and Tug as well, and Tui. Tug and Tui are yeah, our yeah. bull terriers, by yes. the way. Yes. And they're cute as can be. Yes, and you'll be able to see them at Space Coast Comic Con. Blake has a comic book of Tug. You'll be able to see uh, Tug. As a matter of fact, the entire team Tug will be there at Space Coast Comic Con. We look forward to seeing Tug. And possibly interviewing somebody around Team Tug. That'd be really great, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. I, I would enjoy that. That's happening just a little over a week away. Space Coast is the area. It is Cocoa, Florida, where it's at. Find out more. We have links to Space Coast Comic Con right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And one of the other things you can do, by the way, is stop by where we're at. We're going to have all kinds of fun. One of the things is we are, we're taking a... We're taking individuals who want to sing, who want to do the uh, cover version of the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, somebody who has already belted out his version of the Riley and Kimmy show jingle will be there at Space Coast Comic Con. And I hope I can get him maybe to do an extended version, you know, uh, of, of the song. Mm. Uh, he, he did this one. It's a classic. It is a favorite of ours. 
And if he can do this, so can you. Artist Cool As Heck will be at Space Coast Comic Con. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. <laughs> yes, Artist Cool As Heck will be there. Check out his beautiful art. By the way, if he's sketching, get a sketch from him. He is one of the fastest good sketchers i've ever seen i can sketch fast too but it's horrible he actually sketches great and fast be sure to check him out that is cool as heck at space coast comic con and that's happening in just a little over a week that is september 9th through the 11th spend some time there because what you can do is also help me celebrate my birthday that is my birthday weekend so yeah, I'm, it's I'm, all about you. It's all about me. Actually, it's really cool because I get to do a nerd thing on my birthday. Uh-huh. And and nerd and geek thing on my birthday, and that's that's being at Space Coast Comic Con. And by the way, I think somebody has a birthday right at my time, either the day before or the same day, and that is David Grace, the show promoter. We both uh, have birthdays right right at each other's time period. Yeah. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Uh-huh. And so spend some time with us and have a great time. That's at Space Coast Comic Con. Link's right at our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Kimmy, are you ready to play Nerd and Geek Pop Culture Trivia? Yes. It is on August 30th. We're going to be asking Kimmy some questions here. Some pop and nerd and geek and type questions. I promise no mathematics and, and no geometry and nothing like that, okay? No geography, too. I'm not supposed to do that, right? Okay. <laughs> but we can ask right. you. We will ask you an occasional history question that does tie to pop culture, though. I'm going to let you know that, okay? Okay. In, in a fun sort of way. Now my question for you, Kimmy, is tell me who this person is having a birthday. I will tell you something they're known for. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Or maybe, better yet, you tell me what they're known for. You should be able to do that. Okay. All right? The person was born on this date in 1797. They passed away at the age of 53 in 1851. What they're really known for is when they were extremely young. Tell me, Kimmy, what is Mary Shelley known for? Oh, she wrote Frankenstein. How do you do? Mr. Carl Lindley feels it would be a little unkind to present this picture without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to, uh, well, we've warned you. Yes, the warning to the movie Frankenstein. I can't imagine them doing that in today's time period, but they did that way back then. Also had smelling salts at some of those horror films, like when Dracula debuted. But that's the way Frankenstein opened. And yes, Kimmy is right. Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. <laughs> yes, you got that right. Did you ever read the uh, the original version of Frankenstein, Kimmy? No. They never. They didn't. never. They didn't even have you read that in the uh, at the school that you went to in the North Pole. No. Interesting. I 
I read Frankenstein at a very early age. The reason, well, I love monsters, especially the Universal monster films. But I discovered actually the works got into it because of the Bride of Frankenstein, seeing it, but also because of Marvel Comics's the monster Frankenstein and just for some reason went off that route and started reading it very, very young. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of a weird thing to be taking on the school bus with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I did. I read that and also a Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula at a very, very early age. Mm-hmm. All right, Kimmy, no way on earth you're going to know this one, but we'll just do it for the fun of it. This person having a birthday on this date uh, and they passed away in 1992 at the age of 94. See if you can identify who this actress is. Now, this actress is known for this TV show. Here's the TV theme. It it identifies what it is. It's actually a rarely heard version of the TV show, but it identifies the TV show. So here you go, Kimmy. See if you can tell me who that actress is that played this title role. Who's the gal? It's everybody's pal. It's Hazel. She's the one to make the sun begin to glow. The mailman. Okay, can you, can you tell me who played the role of Hazel. No, I'm afraid I can't. I have a feeling you never watched that TV show Hazel, even though you weren't, uh, you know, uh, around really on planet Earth when it aired the first time. But I have a feeling you didn't watch it even when it was ran in syndication a lot. No, sir. I It was one I kind of avoided, too. Uh, Hazel was portrayed by Shirley Booth, born on this date in history. She played Hazel from 1961 to 1966. And she actually won an Academy Award and even a Tony. She had some big, big stage credit. And she won for little, uh, Come Back Little Sheba, which is a fantastic film with Burt Lancaster. I love the film. She won the Academy Award for that and just didn't like films. Hmm. Even though she won the Academy Award, she would only do four films. She stuck to stage work. Primary was her thing. Hmm. She was a true actress. Not saying film ones aren't, but she was really, you know, uh-huh. she, she probably liked to feed off that uh audience thing too i right. think that would be kind of cool mm-hmm. she obviously was not shy but no hazel I, I that's one i just never really uh got into yeah yeah me neither i think uh, i think in, i'm trying to think which retro channel i think antenna tv runs uh hazel now um i kind of avoid it when i stumble across it mm. yeah but come back little shiva if you get a chance to see that you know one of the uh retro movie channels run that it's worth checking out with burt lancaster fantastic work by him Okay. And you will see her in a different light. She's she's a different character. Quite a, I mean you this is truly was a great actress. And you'll you'll see that with that film at least. Yeah. Moving over to this person having a birthday, see if you can identify them by some of their uh, their roles, all right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. They passed away, I'll give you a clue, November 5th, 1991. Today is their birthday. They passed away at the age of 83. Now this actor appeared in more than 100 movies. And had a successful television series during a career that spanned nearly a half century. It's from 1932 to the 1970s. He was he was uh, the bulk of his work was was done. Now he's well known for his film role in the 1944 film noir Double Indemnity, directed by Billy Wilder, starring Barbara Stanwyck. One of my favorite movies of all time. I think I took Kimmy to that classic one. Can't quite remember. I think I did. Didn't mm-hmm. I take you to that movie? Okay, mm-hmm. I introduced you to that one. Later in his career, he became better known worldwide for his performances in numerous Disney films, including The Absent-Minded Professor, The Shaggy Dog, and as the father 
on this TV show. Kimmy, can you identify who that birthday person is? Oh boy, I can see him. Yes. Kimmy, t- turn turn behind you. He inspired that I superhero. I can see him. I have the Alex Ross I'm trying to pull giant up his poster. Name. He he in 1939 was the model for CC Beck. Or first name. You cannot remember his name? I know. I should. How many times have you seen that TV show? How many times? A billion. You had to. You had to have watched that oh, show. Oh, I know. It, it, I mean, it aired a lot. I know. In syndication, you have no clue. You you want his initials? Mm-hmm. F M. Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray. It is. She got it. With a little little help there. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't know who that was. I knew who it was. Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray. For some reason, I always think of Hugh Beaumont, which is a different old TV show. Do you know what father. show he did? Leave it to Beaver. That's right. Hugh Beaumont. They don't even look alike. I know. And and he's even... not as famous as... Yeah, Fred McMurray is big time Why? famous. And he inspired a superhero. Fred McMurray. He inspired Captain Marvel. Right, Shazam. I know. 1939, C.C. Beck used him as the model. I know. And if you see Alex Ross's portrait or poster... And it's on cover certain Shazam, Captain Marvel things. Mm-hmm. That is uh, Fred McMurray. All right. Kimmy, tell me, this person having a birthday today, born on this date, passed away 2002 at the age of 83. Tell me what he is known for, the name, Ted Williams. Baseball. That's right, Kimmy. Very good. Now, Kimmy, we're going to move over to somebody having a birthday today. I'm going to give you his name. But better yet, I, I you know what? I'm going to give two TV shows he starred in. Or co-starred in. He wasn't mm-hmm. the prime. He was the co-star, but for a long time on one of those shows. See if you can identify who it is. One of the shows he was part of was called I Dream a Genie. Now the next show he was part of, here's the theme. See if you can identify the TV show and if you can tell me who the actor is. the tv show bob newhart yes bob newhart show actually i consider one of the worst tv themes of all time right here i I just don't like it i do i don't said the other night when i was going past me tv and it's like just never liked that theme Mm. but kimmy did obviously okay kimmy your previous clue was i dream a genie he co-starred on he also co-starred on this who is it well, he played Roger Healy on I Dream of Jeannie. Ooh, very good. Um, his actual real name, I don't Can think you tell me the character he played on Bob Newhart's show? He was a pilot. Yes. Yes, he was. He was a pilot. He was the next door neighbor. I can't think of his name on there. Howard Borden. Howard. Yes, he played Howard. Can you tell me the name of that actor? Mm, nope. Can't do it. Bill Daly. 
Bill Daly is having a birthday today. You might see him from time to time at Comic Cons and shows throughout the country. Tell me how old Bill Daly is. 92. He is 89 today. Okay. How'd you like that type of clue? Did you think that was fun, naming the couple of TV shows this person was part of? Or Mm -hmm. Bill Daly? Let's do it again. What do you say? Okay. All right. Next person having a birthday today. Tell me who it is and how old they are. First of all, they're known for this TV show. They were star on this TV show. Tell me the name of the TV show. That just give you as we move on here. Two shows I'm going to give you that they were part of. They're big. Okay, here's clue number one. The first TV show. One of my favorite TV shows of all time. Actually, not TV show, but theme. One of my favorite themes of all time. Can you tell me the name of the TV show? Mod Squad. That's correct. Mod Squad. This person acted on the Mod Squad, and they acted on this TV show. If you don't get this within note number two, there's something wrong with you. Who it is. Now, think about it. Mod Squad, Mm -hmm. and they were on this TV show. What is the TV show? Twin Peaks. That's right. They were on Mod Squad and Twin Peaks. They starred on both. Tell me the actor, actress. Who is it? Michael Anking? No. Um. She played Norma Jennings on Twin Peaks. Really? Yes. And she played the hippie cop on Mod Squad. I didn't know that. And who is that? I- don't know her name. It flashes across the screen. And, I know. And Kimmy, and the, why this is funny is Kimmy is re-watching Twin Peaks right now as we speak here. Uh-huh. So you just recently saw her name flash across the screen. I know. Peggy Lipton. Oh. Actress Peggy Lipton having a, having a birthday today. How old is Peggy Lipton today? Um, 65. She's 70 today. She was on the Mod Squad from 1968 to 1973 and then Twin Peaks. Okay. All right. And, and she it, owned the diner. She owned the diner. Yeah. And she was married in real life to producer, musician, just music, you know, big guy, Quincy Jones. Really? Ooh, look at that look. It's like, <gasps> I just learned something on the Riley Kimmy show. Yes. She was married. Wow. She was married to Quincy Jones, has two children from Quincy. I did not know that. See what you learn with the Riley and Kimmy show? We take you down to that pop culture world, and it's kind of fun, right? Wow. Yes. All right. See if you can identify this individual. You watch one of his TV shows. You've seen a movie he has been in. He played a superhero in a movie. He's also played detective roles on television. See if you can identify him when he talks about why he went from the nice kind of guy TV roles to something a little bit more nasty. I said, I'm just going to do something 
that's so hardcore an adult after this. I'm not playing a sweet man ever again. And I was mad. And uh, my wife said, well, you know, if you're going to do that, well, then you have to, we have to hold to it. And you have to reinvent your look. You have to, you have to, the words she used were, it's not incumbent upon the studios and um, the networks to reinvent you. It's incumbent upon you to reinvent yourself, which I thought was, it stuck in my head. It was a brilliant quote. And I just was like, you're right. And so I embarked on this like six month training program where I just, I shaved my head and I just hit the gym three hours a day. And I got in sick shape at that time and uh, just was determined, okay, I'm going to not take a job until I get to play someone uh, in the context of something that's really, really real, naturalistic, hard-hitting, uh, adult material. This is I'm not doing anything family-friendly anymore. Kimmy, do you know who that is? Oh, wow. He's known for playing... Vic Mackey on The Shield. He's also known for playing the commissioner on the ABC show, The Commish, which he's kind of referring to why he's not going to play family mm. friendly. And he played a superhero. Can you tell me the superhero he played? Uh, the Thing. That's right, from the Fantastic Four. I think you know who it is. Tell me his name and how old he is today. Boy, I can't think of his name. Michael Chiklis. And Michael Chiklis is having a birthday today. How old is Michael Chiklis? 58. He is 53 today. Moving over to an actress having a birthday. See, what, you, you think he should be older than 53? No, I think? didn't say that. Uh, okay, I, I saw that look there. It was kind of stunned. All right, <laughs> Kimmy, this actress is having a birthday today, and she's also a producer and former fashion model. See if you can identify who it is with these clues. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. She's known. Breakout role, The Mask in 1994. Then she was in My Best Friend's Wedding in 1997. There's something about Mary in 98, also known for voicing characters all in cartoons like uh, Princess Fiona in the Shrek series. Other high-profile credits include Charlie's Angels in 2000 and the sequel, 2003, The Sweetest Thing, 2002, In Her Shoes, 2005. Do I have to keep going? Do you know who this is? No, I know. Who is it? I knew a long time ago. Who is it? Cameron Diaz. And how old is she today? Uh, 48. She is 44 today. Okay. In 2013, Diaz was named the highest paid actress over the age of 40 in Hollywood. As of 2015, in the United States domestic box office, the grosses of her films are over $3 billion, with worldwide grosses surpassing $7 billion, making her the second highest grossing U.S. domestic box office actress. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now moving over to celebrity and notable deaths on this date. Somebody who's one of my favorite actors of all time. If you have a chance to catch catch his work on uh, some retro you know, film channel, I recommend it. Like Movies Network runs his material from time to time. Get TV does too when they're running classic movies, not some vintage television shows. Passed away in 2006, and that is actor Glenn Ford. You notice I didn't ask you any questions about Glenn Ford. Mm-hmm. Glenn Ford passed away at the age of 90 on this date in history. And I thought we'd go back in time and honor Glenn Ford on this date in history. Radio was Radio, someone still loves you. And 
that's O'Reilly and Kimmy show. We love the golden age of radio. Glenn Ford, no stranger to the golden age of radio. He did so many things. And before I forget, by the way, if you get a chance to see him in a film, any films, there's two of them at least, that he did with Rita Hayworth. I suggest you check that out. It is very, both of them are very, very good. And right now we're going to go back to the time. Uh, he His career was, it was tops. By the way, he played in a superhero movie. Can you tell me which one, Kimmy? He played the father to a superhero. Superman? That's right. He is Jonathan Kent. For So we're tying him nerd-wise here to everything. Mm. That's right. He played, he played uh, Paul Kent. So we're going to go back in time here with this great actor in memory of his fine work. And it included the golden age of radio. Here we go with some suspense. February 6, 1947. Starring Glenn Ford in this episode, End of the Road on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Suspense. Tonight, Roma Wines bring you Mr. Glenn Ford in End of the Road, a suspense play produced, edited, and directed for Roma Wines by William Spear. For an automobile salesman, I have expensive habits. I mean dames. It had been dames, dames, dames as long as I could remember. Ah, that's strictly murder. Also, it gets you definitely no place. So this day, I was, well, I was turning over a new leaf. Nothing on my mind but business. Pencil in my hand, a sheet of figures on the desk, figuring out how to sell a million Excelsior 8s, make a billion dollars. And someone tapped on the glass. I didn't even look up, just the busy executive. There it was again. Now I looked up. Am I disturbing you? Was she disturbing me? I got up in a trance and followed her across the showroom floor. It seemed as though I'd never seen anyone walk like that before in all my life. This is my husband, Mr. Ganlon. Mr. Evans, the sales manager. How do you do, sir? Eh. <clears throat> so she had a husband. <laughs> he was a little sourpuss runt with a limpy leg about twice her age, dressed like dough. The kind of dough that you would buy Excelsior 8s by the dozens. Now, but I wasn't thinking about that now. I was thinking about her. I was thinking that the best way to guarantee seeing her again was to send them out that door in an Excelsior 8. So I pasted on the big salesman's smile, went to town. Uh, now, this is our customs line, Mr. Ganlon, distinctive in appearance. Uh, you'll notice the three-tone color effect inside and out, upholstery to match, huh? And the broad, graceful, sweeping lines. A thing of beauty. What's under the hood? That's a question that I've been waiting for. Why, the world-famous Excelsior motor, Mr. Ganlon. Yeah. Please, I I've never driven in an Excelsior. Perhaps Mr. Evans would take us for a ride. Oh, now look here, Sylvia. Gan, please. Uh, all right. It won't take a minute. Yeah. Try that, that rear seat, Mr. Ganlon. Uh, find it broad and luxurious. Yeah. Now, Mrs. Ganlon, if you'd care to sit up here in front, you... You can see what it'll do. Thank you. Uh, hey, you see how it handles, Mr. Ganlon? It's like a baby carriage. Eh? Well, keep your eyes on the road. I turned the corner on two wheels, explained about the minimum sway being on account of the stabilizers. Well, I got a couple of grunts for that try. In the mirror, I saw he'd closed his eyes, so I turned to her. I still didn't know if this deal was going to be too easy, but... One look at that look in those eyes, and I began to have a rough idea. What do they call you? Which they? Your friends. Speed. How about you? Sylvia. Why the speed, Evans? I like to get places. 
I like to go places. Uh, it's the same thing. Maybe you're right. Maybe we're both right. Maybe, Speed. Maybe. She'd asked for it. I'd have made that Excelsior turn somersaults. As it was, I showed her some driving tricks that make your hair stand on end. <laughs> she loved them. Every once in a while, her eyes met mine and clung there just long enough. We knew, both of us, what I was selling. And it wasn't an Excelsior. Well, I can have the car ready for delivery first thing in the morning, Mr. Gannon. What do you say? Gann, please. Uh, uh, oh, all right, Sylvia, all right. Now, if you'll just sign the order. Yeah. I want it now, and I pay cash. Well, that's fine, Mr. Gannon. Well, that's, that's just fine. I think you'll find the desk in my office the most convenient. Uh, is that your office there? Yes, that's right, Mr. Gannon. I, I'll collect all the necessary papers while you're making out the check. All right, all right. Well, how did you like it? Like what? The car, for a start. I love it. You uh, better drive in for a service check as soon as you can. When? Hmm? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Suppose you could manage to be alone? Yes, I'll be alone. She came in the next morning. She was alone. Well, from that day, we went places. We went there fast. But this was, well, it was different. She was different. Different from anything I'd ever known before. And in less than two weeks, I knew I didn't care about husbands or excelsiorates or oh, even a million dollars. All I cared about was her. And it was the same with her most of the time. That was what was tearing me up. The way it was other times. Standoffish, scared. I was screwy. I didn't get it. Well, one day we were down at the beach, as usual. Lately, we were arguing about it. Oh, please, Speed, don't. Oh, what's the matter with Reno? We've, we've got to do something about it someday, haven't we? Oh, yes, yes. Well, that's what they got Reno for. He'll come after me. I'll let him come. We'll tear up his claim check. Speed, I want to run along the beach. Come on. Hey, hey, 33, I'm too old for this stuff. Hey, wait a minute. Anyway, look, Speed, look. you've got to learn to relax. Uh, I lost my roller skates. I'll get you another pair. I don't need skates. Yes, you do. That's all right. All right, Sylvia. Oh. Look, listen, Sylvia. Cut out the horseplay and quit stalling. I want a decision. One way or another now. Oh, darling, now you're angry. I am. I am. It's a screwy deal. You love me. You want to leave him, but you won't. Oh, but I will, darling. I... Speed, you see, there's so many things. They're, they're all complicated and mixed up. First, there... there's my father. Well, what about him? Well, you see... My father and Gannon were mining partners in a little town called Phoebe, Arizona. And then... Then there was a cave-in and my father was killed. Oh, he was such a wonderful man. We were so terribly close. Oh, it's, it's tougher, baby. Sometimes it's almost as though he were alive. I see him speed in, in dreams ever so often. I hear him speak. It was ten years ago. Oh, what's all this got to do with you and Gannon? Stop it! Stop torturing me! Can't you just leave me alone? Okay, okay, if that's what you want. Oh, no. Speed, don't. Look, look, baby, I don't know about you, but I'm leaving town tonight. I can't, I, I can't take this any longer. I'm going back now, quit my job and draw my three bucks out of the bank and pack a bag. I'm leaving tonight, with you or without oh, you. Oh, no, Speed, you can't. You can't go without well, me. Well, that's up to you, baby. Oh, I'm afraid. Of what? I don't know. Well, we'll worry about that later. What about it? All right. All right, I'll go. 
was to meet at the usual place at 8 o'clock. I was on time, but even before I got there, I realized she'd never show up. I waited an hour, and then I crossed the street to the apartment where they lived. The seventh floor, 707. She must have been hanging around the door because it opened almost at once. She came out in the hall, closed it behind her. She was scared to death. Speed, you've got to get away, right away. Uh, Not without you, baby. No, listen. Listen to me, Speed. I lied to you this afternoon. No kidding. I mean, about my father. He he wasn't just killed in a a cave-in. He was murdered. Ganlon murdered him. Mm. So you married Ganlon to kind of show your appreciation. Yes, I mean... You look, you don't make sense, baby. Come on, we're going inside. No, Speed, no! We're going to settle this once and for all now. In the living room, Ganlon was lying on the couch with his shoes off, his feet propped up. In a chair opposite was a young punk in a tan overcoat who looked like, like he took the wrong kind of nose drops when he needed courage. He let it be known fairly obvious that he had a gun in his pocket. Gamlin didn't even get up. Well, Mr. Evans, this is an unexpected pleasure. I'm afraid it's no pleasure either way. I've come to tell you that your wife is leaving you with me. Oh? Is she? What about it, Sylvia? You don't seem to have entirely convinced her, Mr. Evans. Listen, I I don't know exactly what goes on That's here. It's obvious. But I do know that she's headed straight for a crack-up and that you're at the bottom of it, so she's leaving tonight. Go on, Sylvia, get your things. All right. Mr. Evans, I'm not sure you fully appreciate the penalties of stealing a man's wife. Well, there's divorce courts to handle that, besides other ways, if you're big enough. Well, since you brought up the question of superior force. All right, Zeke, take him. Okay, put him up. Hi, funny face. Oh, gunsels with guns you have, huh? Sometimes they come in handy, Mr. Evans. Come on, start walking. Any particular direction? Yeah, outside. All right. All right, you win, Mr. Ganlon. Take him out and kick him down the stairs, Zeke. Kick him. The punk was plenty shaky, and he had the gun jammed right in my back. That's not smart if your guy knows a little judo. I made a quick half turn and fired, but not soon enough. I'd have broken his arm before he could fire again. The gun scooted across the floor somewhere, and I was just thinking it's lucky they soundproofed these fancy apartments. It started going off again. I whirled around to see Sylvia with a gun in her hand, stalking Ganlon like a tigress. He was cowering behind the furniture, and she was moving around trying to get a clear shot at him. It took me one good leap to get over there and knock her out cold. There was a bowl of water, some flowers on the table. I threw the flowers on the floor, threw the, threw the water on Sylvia. She opened her eyes. Looked around. Oh, Speed. Why did you do it? You're lucky, baby. When you get better at it, they're liable to call it murder. For suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you Glenn Ford in End of the Road. And now, Roma Wines bring back to our Hollywood soundstage Glenn Ford as Speed Evans, with Kathy Lewis as Sylvia Ganlon in End of the Road, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. After the gunplay, I thought it would be easy. But when I tried to get her down to the car, she clawed like a wildcat. I had to clip her again. It was a battle all the way across town till we got to Barrelin along Highway 99. She knew she'd break her neck if she tried to jump. And all of a sudden, she... Well, she just went to sleep. I looked over at her sleeping there in the corner, rolled up like a kitten and as innocent as a baby. 
And I knew I was for it if it killed me. And I'd just have to do the best I could. Now, we'd passed Bakersfield, and I was headed up over the Tehachapi Mountains before she woke up. It was morning. Oh. Oh. Hello, darling. Feeling any better, baby? Oh, yes. I had such a wonderful dream. I was a little girl again. And I was with my father, and... And and he was rowing across a, a lake... And then... Then what? Speed. I lied to you about Gallon. He didn't kill my father. I was wicked to say that, wasn't I? Oh, you're just a little mixed up, that's all. Speed. Yeah? Where are we going? We're going to your hometown, baby. Phoebe, Arizona. Oh. You like the idea? I suppose so. Why? Look, baby, I'm no psychiatrist, but something happened back there when you were a kid. Something to do with the death of your father. It's had you on the merry-go-round ever since. So much so that about nine hours ago, you tried to kill a man. I said I was sorry about that, Speed. Sure, sure, but if you and I are going to make a go of this, I think we ought to do something more besides just saying we feel sorry, don't you? You make it sound as though you thought I was going to go around killing people for the rest of my life. All I say is that you're not... Well, you're not going to be very happy until we know the facts about this thing, whatever they are. Until you've faced the facts, and from then on, we can forget it. Speed? Yeah? I'm terribly hungry, aren't you? Mm, yeah, I... I could do with a little something. Look, look, there's a place up ahead. Mm? Oh, okay. Bus just pulled in. Yeah, it's one of the regular stops here. Speed... Kiss me. How's that? Oh, that's wonderful. All right, let's go, huh? My, what a lot of people. Ah, those big buses uh, hold a lot of people, baby. Help! Help! I'm being kidnapped! Come here. Help me! Help! It's all right. It's all right. She's my wife. Hey, what's going on here? I'm not. I'm not. I've never seen him before in my life. I'm being kidnapped. That's no way to treat even your wife, mister. All right, if you must know, she's, she's crazy. She's what? my wife, but she's hopelessly insane. But I don't care. About five minutes later, she snapped out of it. You'd think nothing at all had happened, but I wasn't taking any more chances. I took to the side roads wherever I could, figuring the cops would be on my tail any minute, so he didn't cross the state line till after midnight. Well, it was next morning when I kicked it out of gear at Phoebe, Arizona. There was only one hotel. We registered adjoining rooms. All the time, I was watching her like a hawk. I didn't need to. Now that we were there, she... I don't know, she seemed glad. Now we'd been in our rooms about five minutes when the phone rang. Hello. Mr. Evans? Yeah? Just a moment, Mr. Evans. Mr. Evans, this is San Francisco, operator 23. We've got a long-distance call for you. San Francisco? Yes, sir. We've been trying to reach you all night. Shall I put your party on now? Um, all right. Go ahead. Hello, Evans? Yeah? This is Ganlon. <laughs> uh, you must have a private eye on your payroll, too, huh? I know you're an intelligent man, Evans, whatever else you may be. I knew where you'd go. But I want to tell you something. You're getting in deep water. 
deeper than you know anything about. And you hope I'll drown, huh? All right, maybe I will. But I'm still wading in. I'm coming down there, Evans. In the meantime, keep quiet and keep her quiet. And keep your nose out of things. What's that supposed to be? A threat? I'm not threatening you. I'm telling you. For your own good. Scanlon, wasn't it? What? Yeah, yeah, he called to give us his blessing. He's coming down, too, isn't he? Maybe. I'm glad, Speed. You just can't know how glad I am. Yeah, that's going to be real cozy, just the three of us. You've been cruel to me, Speed. Who, me? I've forgiven you, though, you know that. Why, sure, baby. I just didn't understand at first, but, but I understand now. Why you brought me here, I mean... You're going to find proof that Gan killed my father. I'll work on that. I can tell you exactly how it happened. You said yesterday you were lying. Don't try to confuse me, Speed. Do you want to know or don't you? Sure. Let's have it. Well, my father and Gan were tunneling a new shaft in the side of the mountain. They were working alone that day. They'd set a dynamite charge inside the shaft with wires out to the ignition box. The box worked with a plunger, but when my father pushed it down, the dynamite didn't go off. He went back inside to find the trouble. While he was in there, Gan pushed down the plunger again. My father was blown blown to bits. Just like that, huh? Don't you believe me? Hmm? Like I say, I'll work on it. They'll hang him, won't they? Hang who? Ganlon, they'll hang him when you find proof. If he's guilty, they'll hang him. You'll prove it, darling. Promise me you will, so so they can arrest him when he arrives. You, you'll do it for your baby, I know. Kiss me, darling. How's that? Oh, that's wonderful. That's all I care about. That and seeing Ganlon hanged. <laughs> She went to sleep then, just as peaceful as you please, dreaming of Ganlon with a rope around his neck. Well, I found the thing they call the city hall. Asked to see records on her old man's death. Well, they hemmed and hawed some, and then it came out that half the town was burned down a few years back. The records went up with it. They finally suggested I see an old-timer named Konsky who had been her, his, her father's mind foreman at one time or another. Well, I did. He was already waiting for me. He seemed to know, he seemed to know what I was after. He was all primed with the answers. Sure I know Sylvia. Sweetest, prettiest little kid I ever see all my life. And of course you knew her father. <laughs> sure I knew. I uh, guess Sylvia must have been pretty fond of him. <laughs> sure she was crazy about him. Oh, well, wasn't she? Maybe. But if she was, she was the only one in this town wasn't glad to see him die. Look, you don't have to be cagey with me. I'm trying to help Sylvia. All right. You know what is the best thing you can do? What? Get out of town before you make plenty of trouble. That was that. Well, the next stop was the office of the weekly paper owned, published, printed, and peddled by one guy, a guy named McLean. He seemed to know all about my business, too. Had the files all laid out for me. Why don't you lay off it, Evans? It's ten years old and dead and buried. Mind if I look at your files? Yeah, sure, sure, go ahead. You can see what it says. Mine disaster, premature explosion, accidental death. Any chance it wasn't accidental? What do you mean? Any chance that Ganlon did it? Not a chance. You seem pretty sure. Did you ever notice that gippy leg of his? Yeah. Well, that's how he got it. He was in the mine when it happened. 
I was getting no place fast, only a suspicion and not a very comfortable one. And I hadn't the faintest idea where to go from here. And I thought of, of the doctor. There had to be a doc to sign a death certificate. Well, I found out who he was, dug him up, and he looked like the worst bed of the bunch. He was half wacky from the effects of age and a misspent life, nothing left but his dignity, and a collection of photographs that he insisted on talking about until I wanted to smack him. Yes, it was my hobby before my eyes went back on me, but those you see on the wall are only a few. Ah, uh, here, here. Now, take a look at some of these. Who are all you people covering up for, Doc? Hmm? I beg your pardon? You heard me. Young man, you realize that what you've just said constitutes the most serious slur on my professional reputation? Oh, nuts. Look, I'm trying to help a girl that I'm in love with. Can't anybody understand that? Uh, take this one, for instance, and notice the contrasts, uh, the light and shadow. Yeah, yeah, I don't suppose you understand the meaning of the term traumatic experience, huh? No, I thought not. Uh, the psychic uh, structure of the personality is a very delicate mechanism. Uh, for instance, in the case of Sylvia. Now, take her to a competent man in the field, Mr. Evans. I no longer handle such cases. That's not what I came to you for, and you know it. I'm afraid I can't help you. Retired some time ago, you see. Uh, now, uh, look at some of these. Uh, they're older, of course, but uh, there's still some very good ones among them. Look, Doc, I don't want to look at pictures. All I want... Oh, we found one you like, eh? I knew you did. It has a date on it, July 14th, 1935. That mean anything to you? Hmm, is that the stalagmite encrustation? If so, it's... I don't know, of... it's just some rocks in a hole in the mountain to me, but that date is the date that Sylvia's father was uh, killed. Give it to me, give it to me. No, no, you don't, no... I'm afraid you're torn it, Doc. Give it back to me, I say. Yeah, but the part I got is still enough to show who killed him. I started back for the hotel, but I didn't feel so good. I, uh, I didn't feel good at all. I asked at the desk if Gannon had arrived, but he hadn't, so I went on up to Sylvia's room. She was sitting at the dressing table making up her face. She looked up at me in the mirror. You know... I can tell by your eyes you know. Yes, baby, I know. And they'll hang him, won't they? Ganlon? No, baby, he's in the clear. But he isn't. He can't be. He murdered my father. I know he did. You're, you're lying to me, Speed. You... Look, take it easy, baby. It's, it's going to be all right. Just, I... just let's get it over with and we can forget it. Huh? Get what over with? You're acting so funny, darling. Take a look at this, this picture. That's me, isn't it? When I was a little girl. I'm awfully far away, but I'd still know it's me. But this smoke. Don't you remember? Please, Speed, my, my head's hurting. Don't. Try to remember. You're, you're tormenting me. You're trying to hurt me. That smoke is the explosion, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. You pushed the plunger. I don't remember know. Remember while your father was inside know. the shaft. Remember? I don't... Yes! All right, baby, that's all there is to it. You can forget. I hated him. It's all I live for. It's all I ever dreamed of. See his face bloody and battered. See his body mangled and dirty. I hated him. I hate you. I hate all men. If I could kill every man in the world... Where did you get that gun, baby? Out of your overcoat. Yeah, better put it down. 
I tried to kill Ganlon because he knew. Now you know. Put it down. It's too late, Speed. Goodbye, darling. Listen, it's all over now. You were only a kid. I know how he treated you. The whole town covered up for you. They're still covering. Goodbye. When the door flew open, I ducked, and then the shots came. When I looked around, Gannon was lying on the open door, the gun still in his hand. He walked right into it. Well, he must have got in one shot, though. That was enough. She was still breathing when I got to her. But that was about all. Oh. Uh, it's... It's all right now. Isn't it, darling? Sure, sure, baby. Everything's going to be all right. Kiss me. How's that? Oh, that's wonderful. But I wasn't so lucky this time, was I? Not, not too lucky. I didn't miss. No, baby. You didn't miss. Well, any time you want to buy an Excelsior A, just... Come on in and see old Speed Evans. No, I won't tell you my troubles. Dames, that's my trouble. It's been dames, dames, dames as long as I can remember. It's too bad, though. We'd have probably had a couple of kids by now. Suspense, presented by Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, Roma, America's favorite wines. Glenn Ford appeared through the courtesy of Columbia Pictures and is soon to be seen starring in the Columbia Picture Framed. Tonight's suspense play was adapted by Irving Moore and Robert Richards from a story by Irving Moore. Next Thursday, same time, you will hear Agnes Moorhead as star of Suspense. Produced and directed by William Spear for the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy show at RileyandKimmy.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.